It is an honor for me to be here and to pray with you as in the, in the shadow of the monstrance, we ask God for his blessings. It's to see all of you, not only from Liverpool, but from all of uh, England and Wales, is also good for me. And I hope we have an opportunity to, to meet and to speak during this, these few hours that I'm here. Now it is a great honor for me to read the message of our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for this occasion. To my venerable brother, Cardinal Vincent Nichols, Archbishop of Westminster, President of the Bishops' Conference of England and Wales. I send warm greetings to all of you taking part in the National Pilgrimage and Eucharistic Congress in Liverpool, assuring you of my affection and communion in prayer as you assemble for this significant gathering, the first such event in over a century. The history of the Church in your lands is marked in no small part by the central place that countless saints have given to the sacrifice of the Mass. These holy men and women, sometimes even to the point of shedding their blood, have given eloquent and steadfast witness to Christ in devotion to the Blessed Eucharist. Your martyr forebears, in particular, whose sufferings speak not so much of human cruelty as of the serenity and strength given by God's grace in the face of trials. They are rightly to be venerated, and the Church in England and Wales must never lose sight of their precious memory. Remaining faithful to that spiritual legacy requires more than an act of remembrance. You must continue to bear witness to the same Lord and same precious gift of the Eucharist today. For past glories are always a beginning, not an end. The Lord is calling you still to go out and bear witness. I pray that through a greater participation in the sacrificial gift of Jesus in the form of bread and wine, you may all be sustained in faith and renewed in joyful missionary discipleship. Indeed, to be a joyful disciple takes root in the knowledge that we are loved by God. And the Eucharist is a privileged place where this divine love flows abundantly to soothe and refresh the souls of the faithful. The disciples' joy also entails a responsibility, a vocation to follow the Lord in service to the poor. For a Christian cannot think of his or her mission on earth without seeing it as a path of holiness. By virtue of our baptism, each of us is called to care for the vulnerable of the earth. As you meditate upon this link between faith affirmed by adoration of the Eucharist and love for others, I encourage all of you to open your hearts with generosity. 
with a deeper awareness of the real presence of Christ among us, may each of you hear afresh the summons of the Lord to share this saving joy in practical concern for the material and spiritual needs of the poorest of our brothers and sisters. Aware that the life of Christian discipleship brings with it unique challenges and calls for great selflessness, especially in humble service to those most in need, I invite all of you to trust in the power of the holy sacrifice. For Christ's Passover is the definitive victory over death. If we received him with faith, we too can truly love God and neighbor. We can love as he loved, as he loved us, by giving our life to others. I pray that the bishops, clergy, religious, and lay faithful, as they come to adore the Lord, who is the bread of life, will be inspired to enter more deeply into the mystery of Christ and his saving death and resurrection made manifest in the Eucharist and become ever more aware of God's love proclaimed in the celebration of Holy Mass. On this special occasion, I entrust all taking part in the Congress and their families to the maternal intercession of Our Lady of Walsingham, and I cordially impart my apostolic blessing as a pledge of peace and joy in Christ the Lord. And this is from the Vatican, and it is signed, Francis.